of the Miles Medina along with Victor Aporaca, otherwise known as El Vago. And we are here at Power Bull Bats in beautiful El Paso, Texas with my man, Kurt Gross. It's been a long time, brother. It's I been mean, a I haven't seen you time. like in years. It's been a while, my you friend. You know, it's been a long time, but it's, it's, it's very nice to see you, brother. It's great Let to see you Let me just say that here. right now. I mean, I'm just amazed at this facility along with your partner, Raul Salazar. What's up, baby? How you feel? I'm feeling good. Con way. How you feel, baby? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling great, man. That's what I'm talking about. Let's, well, let's talk about why we're here. Let's talk about why we're here. We're here because you got this uh, this company, Power, uh, Power Bull Bats. First of all, I mean, we'll talk about the story because I think it's amazing that your bats, I mean, earlier, like about maybe 15 minutes ago, uh, MLB player used the bat to hit a home run and you like were able to see it and you, I saw the, ex- the excitement in, your, in both of your guys' eyes that, hey, that's our bat that they're using. I mean... How did this come to be from where you guys had the idea of making your own bats here in El Paso and then one day it would be on national television, Major League Baseball? How did this come to be? Yeah, in some, in some ways it feels like it's, uh, it's been for, taken forever to get and then uh, in other times it seems like it's happened overnight. So it's a great story, but it goes back to Raul you know, making bats, starting making bats in, in Mexico in 2003. So yeah. I'll let him tell the story of how he started. And then um, my part of the story is only the last couple of years. You're so the business not, side, baby. Yeah. You're the business side. You're the product <laughs> side. So Raul, tell us how did this come to be? I mean, t- give, did you have a lot of experience with baseball? Obviously, you know, like, I mean, how did this, how did it come into your mind? Hey, I'm pretty good at making bats. Let me start making them. And maybe eventually it's going to be in the Major League Baseball. Well, no, I actually never thought that. I mean, I played a, I played a little baseball. Um, back in the day, played a little high school ball, junior college. Now, so, let's be honest. Let's be junior, honest. No, no, no. no. He's no I, I, I can tell right away. I can tell right Mr. away. He's, Humble, he's, Mr. He's, Humble. he's downplaying. I could, I could <laughs> tell two seconds, bro, that you're downplaying I, I, all, that. He thought he was going to be a major league player his whole life. The only thing is he, the only way he got into the major leagues was his bat. <laughs> hey, bro, but at least you're in the hey, show, hey, bro. Talk about knocking down barriers, yeah, man. Right. Where'd you play junior college? In Mexico or? I played in Collin County Community College in Plano and another year mm. in uh, New Mexico Junior College in Hobbs. Nice. With Birmingham. Yeah, so I, I eventually took off to Mexico and, and played a little baseball in Chihuahua. So in about 99 in Chihuahua, they made the transition from um, the aluminum bats to wood bats. Yeah. Thank God. And <clears throat> that's when the idea came about. Uh, you know, bats were pretty pricey out there, and you had to drive about an hour and a half, two hours, or come all the way down to El Paso to get them from where I was at. So um, my dad was actually the one that mentioned it to me one time. He says, hey, man, uh, what if we – Tried making some bats, like some wood yeah. bats. You know, it was like a crazy idea. Now, did you guys take wood shop or something like that? I mean, <laughs> no, it just like doesn't happen from one day <laughs> to the next. Like, hey, all of a sudden, I'm going to start making hey, bats. Hey, cut down that I tree. Mean, that's, a le- that's a legit question. No you know, kidding, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I, in my mind, that's a legit question because, like, you know, something that, like, I mean, I took wood shop when I was, like, maybe in junior high school, but I was like, hey, 15 years from now, I'm going to be making them in the big leagues. Hey, I mean, how did that, like, bucks. did you take well, wood shop? Well, I mean, you know, no, I never took wood shop. But you know what's funny that I probably should have because, I mean, I went through a couple of skids of, of you know, about 300 billets, which are yeah. pretty pricey. Yeah. And, and, I, and I screwed up about a good five, 600 bats to learn how to yeah. make them. Well, that's one so, thing we're going to talk about with Kirk as well, because we, he gave me the tour of facilities with Diego, and he told me, like, it was just like a on hands learning. You just learn as yeah. you go. So, yeah. so your dad puts it in your mind, hey, maybe you should just make bats for yourself. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, about a few months after that conversation, uh, we, my dad comes back to to the states, and and we actually purchased a wood copy lathe, which is a a, a wood crafting machine that that you kind of, you know, you you copy a bat on it, but those are you know it's handmade. It, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a difficult process. So um, we buy the machine, and and we get a, a pallet of wood. We take it back back out to Mexico. This is around two thousand three, and I just start trying to make bats, man. You know, but. Uh, I, I did play ball, so you, I had I had notion of, of bats, of, of what I wanted to make, of you know, and the feel the, and all that, the texture that, and the grip yeah. and things of that nature. And I'm sure your teammates would complain about some of the bats too. So I'm sure you got some input from them. I'm just talking about like stuff that was going through your mind because I'm sure you hear one of your teammates ask that bat no le madre or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. And then you'd yeah, be like, sure. okay, I get better. Or a break real easy. Yeah. You know, it's because you, 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 you know you're familiar with the baseball language. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, besides measurements and lanes and wood grains and all that, you're familiar with the baseball talk. The, hey, this handle's too thin, this handle's too thick, this bat's too top-heavy. So once we, we, you know, I started messing around with, with trying to make them, you know, I, I had that idea in my head, you know, with, with what the players wanted and stuff. So, and I always, when I bought bats, it was always like, oh, this one's a little light. And, and even at stores, you know, you're like, well, I, I didn't really, this one's okay, but I didn't really get what I wanted. You know, there wasn't the, the online service they have now and stuff. So you had to shop around for bats. But, yeah, we, it, it took me a good uh, almost a full year to actually start fabricating uh, a legit, you know, uh, a good bat, you would say. It, it, and it took a lot of – I mean, I messed up so many bills. I had a big – I had a corner just full yeah. of bats. Well, I mean, it's like to say, like, it's the – it's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> It's the old saying. It's cliche. You gotta you gotta crawl before you walk. Right. You gotta walk before you run. You gotta run before you sprint. You know, and all that. But it's true. But now, like now, like okay, it took you a year to make one bat that you're actually proud of, right? It took you like about a year, right? More or so less. Now, like now, <laughs> now, how long does it take you to make a bat like that? Oh, now, see, I mean, now, I, I just. Just when I walk in here, you know, the, the whole business is in my mind from like A to Z. Yeah. Just from the, yeah. from the, where the wood comes from, you know, the process, yeah. the, I mean, right now when you walked into the shop, if yeah. you noticed all the billets have the weights I did. on them. I saw that and Kurt was telling me about okay. that. Yeah. yeah. So if, I mean, there's so many models in baseball right now. So when we get our, our billets in, we weigh each one, one by one, we mark, we mark the weight. So what I'm getting at is that when you see those weights on the billets, you're actually seeing a bat model. So according to whatever weight is on the billet, in my head, I'm already seeing what model we can make out of that billet. So how long does it take you? Like now, like now. Like like now? It took you a year when you first started. Now, (laughs) how long does it take you? Well, on this this machine, it'll take us about 70 seconds to make a (laughs) bat. Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. Okay, so the first machine you bought, was it like a regular lathe machine? Like maybe make a legs on a a table or stuff like that? it's actually in there. (laughs) Okay, so So, the machine... You, I sh- you showed yeah, us the, the last time. So, it's computerized. So you were doing this by eye? By hand. By, by hand. You, you actually get, get, you, you get a model, you get a copy, and you put it on the machine. The difference is with the, with the hand oh, one, you, like, you got like, to like, go like, back and forth. So, so it's a lot of pass that you go, you know, yeah. every time you're taking off a quarter inch. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's pass by pass until you actually get to the bat. So it would take approximately 20 to 30 minutes to cut Whoa. one bat. Yeah, it's a very tedious process. Yeah, very yeah. tedious. So, because you have to, you cut it, and then once you're getting to the actual size of the bat, you, you get your caliper, you're measuring, you're ma- you make sure your measurements are, are correct all, all the way down the bat, and then, and then the sanding part. So after yeah. you're wow. done cutting the bat, yeah. you have to sand it. Yeah, so I, I just find the, the whole process fascinating how it comes to be that you make a, a baseball bat and we're not even talking about like the painting part of it yet we're not even talking mm-hmm. about, not even the business part of it yet because when you paint it that's the business part you got to make it look pretty as you as you kept making these bats you i'm sure your confidence just grew and grew and grew how did it come that you two guys came together kurt and and raul how'd you guys come yeah, together it's a great story so my son i have a son who plays at coronado where raul played high school ball here and so after a game, I'm, I'm there on the Coronado field, and, and there's a small group of guys that cares for the field there at Coronado. Yeah, yeah. And we're doing that, and Raul had been in Mexico for 20 years. So all of a sudden, the, the older guys, Coach Orozco, Tom Monson, um, Jake Provencio, who had um, known Raul back then when he was playing, yeah. all of a sudden Raul shows up out of the clear blue sky, you know, out of the clear blue one day, and all of a sudden, I see all these old guys start right. crying and hugging, and I'm wow. like, "What the hell is going on?" The second coming, and, baby. Yeah, I'm like, "Who is this guy?" You know, and and does he know how to use a rake and get him out here on the field? So <laughs> I thought he was the master <laughs> landscape guy. So I, I didn't know who the hell he was. He thought I was a taquero. <laughs> but he had this. He had a big case with him, and so well, that's uh, why he thought you were the taquero. Yeah, right. Combo number one, bro. You yeah. know. So he, so he shows up and and so I get introduced to to Raul and um, so we he shows up and he says okay what what's in the case yeah and so he shows all these bats that he's been making in Mexico so my son playing ball at, at Coronado oh. I said um, hey Will do you need a do you need a bat and he says yeah dad that'd be great so I said okay well, Raul can you make a bat for my son so Raul you know comes back a week later and it's this beautiful bat. And actually, it's in the in the case. The very first bat that I bought, Powerball bat that I bought personally for my son, is in that case. Um, so then we got to talking, 
and and I said, well, what do you, where do you make these? What's and it, it just, I was curious into the process, and yeah. I've always had a love for because you're fascinated, yeah. Yeah. obviously, yeah. Base, huge baseball fan. Yeah. But you're talking about the guy that goes to would go to spring training every year. Yeah. I would love yeah. to yeah. get. Oh, your, I know, I know a couple of guys that like that yeah. as well. So yeah, the funny thing is, you know, I, I grew up going to spring a few spring. I grew up in Florida, so when you talk yeah. about woodshop, I took woodshop, but we made skimboards and surfboards yeah. and that kind you're of getting, stuff. Getting, oh, get up to get them the way. Yeah, I had baseball wasn't wasn't important back then but it, it, when i moved here to el paso uh from florida i had been going to spring training in florida and then we're so close to phoenix so um i just on my own started going and then when i got married and had kids mm -hmm. it we just continued that tradition so we've been going to spring training games since i moved here in in 87 wow um and baseball's always been i've always had a, a, a mm -hmm. just a love affair for the game it's a it's a beautiful game and um <clears throat> Regardless, would would love to watch. So when I met Raúl and and we started talking about what was happening with with his back company in Mexico, and and he's the one that's that shared the dream. He says, "Look, I want to come back to El Paso. I want to come back to the United States, and I want to I want to make the bats here, and I want to get our you know the major league license. That's that's my goal." I said, "Okay, well, how what's your plan to get there?" He says, "I I don't know," and I said, "Well, let's let's sit down and talk about it." And and so we did, and it took what probably. 10, 12 meetings before we finally he, – he got comfortable with, with me, and well, I was you, just asking questions. you got to have that relationship. you got to see when you gel, things of that nature. Who came up with the name? Yeah, that was – That was all you? Yeah. What were yeah, you calling them before when you were making them in Mexico? Powerball. See, really? The, the Puro reason, Toro. Yeah, Toro, toro Poderoso. The, the, the name Powerball um, – so my dad's birthday is May 12th. And, uh -huh. and my birthday is May 10th. My brother's May 11th. Small oh, world. My brother's May 7th. Wow, look at that. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and I'm going to be broke in yeah. May buying Christmas <laughs> yeah. presents. Right, exactly. And so uh, being in Mexico, you know, um, we talked about the name at first. And I wanted, I always wanted a name that that um, meant something. And so there, we were thinking along the lines of like Taurobat because yeah. of, the, yeah. of May. And uh, it didn't really convince me because I wanted something that uh, like, even at that time, you know, I thought about the bat one day being being out there in, in professional play, and, and I said, I, I want a name that uh, Americans, everybody can It's going to sound strong. Yeah. That's what you so, want. You want a yeah. name that's going to make an impact. Yeah, and, and I wanted a, a, a name, like an American name. Yes. Yeah, so, yes. so I came up with Powerball. Yeah. I like Powerball. Um, That's a great name. <laughs> it is. Perfect. And, and then the, just the logo with the horns. Well, and you, you, we it, talked about that. Yeah, and this, this is kind of a funny story, too, because when we started talking, it, the, the logo is so simple. And I wanted to kind of tweak it a little bit, make it a little bit, you know, more ornate or a little yeah. bit more distinguished. And, uh, you know, we, we tried, and Raul was a great sport about it. He's like, yeah, if you feel comfortable doing it, that's, you know, okay, we'll try. And the more I thought about it, the, the more branding, you know, the branding side and the, really the, the business side came to me and said, you know what, it's so simple that it's going to work. Exactly. And so, yeah. um, you know, now when we watch MLB games, you know, Major League Baseball, there are so many restrictions put on bats, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. We are. Believe me, we are. A lot of them look exactly the same and and when you have pine tar and everything else put on top of them it's real hard to distinguish your brand uh, you know the, the logo on the bat so we needed something that was going to be simple and and i came to my senses and just kept the, the logo well, we kept the logo the way it, way well, it since is you, awesome since you mentioned the bats how many companies are out there right now well there's 37 mlb approved bat companies so wow. there's 37 companies that can make bats how many how many that you know of bat making companies not not even just mlb like that are out there how many do you no, think there's there's hundreds there's hundreds and think about that your bat is up there yeah that That's is pretty cool. That is yeah, very cool. cool. That is and in a short cool. time too. In exactly. A short time. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about that process because that that excites me. Once again, we're talking to Kirk Gross, Raúl Salazar from Power Bull Bats. Uh, just a tremendous story, and you know, baseball season thankfully is upon us. The game's a little bit different. Let's talk about the situation yeah. right now. You know, this whole COVID nineteen situation. I'm sure you're okay with just watching the game the way it is. I mean, I know you love to be there. Yeah. You know, I mean, we don't have the El Paso Chihuahuas, things of that nature. Yeah. But still, the fact that baseball is here right now, at least it gives you some form of entertainment and some relief of maybe some type of normalcy right now with yeah. all the COVID-19 yeah. situation going on. Yeah. And grow your business, too. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been a slow transition back to business. Uh, you know, it's... Um, 
it's crazy, but I think baseball is is. Uh, I said we were, you know, we talked a lot, obviously during the shutdown and everything. When's baseball going to be back? When's baseball going to be back? And you know, it's it's such a part of America, right? The the, the game of baseball. And I said, you know, it's going to come back Fourth of. It's got to come back Memorial Day yeah. or Fourth of July. Yeah. Like it, the timing, the stars have to align, and it's going to happen on one of those. And and we didn't get that, but we got close, right? And um, so the you know it 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 started almost as quickly as it as it, it ended, shut down. Yeah, yeah. three three days. <laughs> yeah, it's cr- cr- you know crazy. Um, we were in you know spring training. Obviously, is a is a really busy time for us. Um, to meet with players, to meet with uh, the, the the organizations, the guys that buy the bats for the players. Yeah. Um, and so we're we're in Phoenix pretty much from like the beginning part of January through when spring training ends, the latter part of March. That's amazing. So yeah, we're there all the time, and yeah. um, you know the the shutdown happened really really quick. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do want to talk about that we'll get back to where you are at the present. But now we got to go back to when you make your first bat, and then you're comfortable, and then when you guys got together, how did it get you? You have the name, you have the bats. How did it come together that hey, let's start shopping this bat around to see if we can get some pro? Well, first you go to the high school route, you know, which is by the way, so beautiful because people here you got this great company. Uh, I don't know Chihuahua too many other too. anywhere Mexico like around this area. Like I don't know too many other companies that you can say, hey, you can buy a bat, and our bat is featured in Major League Baseball. In this town, oh, there's only one. It's you guys. That's it. Yeah. You know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So how did it? How did it start that you guys like? Did you guys just start shopping little league? I mean, like I said, you got to crawl, walk, jog, and then sprint. How did that process go? Well, it, you know, in some ways, it happened very, very quickly because the brand was already established in Mexico. Yeah. So yeah. Raul had been making bats since 2003. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, it was kind of a sprint to to say, okay, when do we pull the plug? And try to move it to El Paso, and when do we get our major league baseball license? And and so that process was um, that happened very very quickly for us. It, it was tedious and it took a ton of work, but what Raúl had done since 2003 in Mexico um, helped because the brand is, was already established. Yes, so yeah. the groundwork yeah. the groundwork was there. Yeah, and so so you already had the reputation of making the bats yeah. in Mexico. And that's why when people were, like, asking here in the U.S., they already knew you had a good reputation with your bats, which is why everybody hugged you when he saw you at the, the Coronado <laughs> game because they knew what you had. You had like not, it was like was, Christmas. Yeah. You had the bats, right? Now, I had been making bats in Mexico for professionals since, like, 2010. Okay. So I, I was already making bats for Liga Mexicana yeah. and Liga del Pacifico. And so, actually, uh, Liga Mexicana – is influence and in a way not not directed but um, they go by the by MLB rules so MLB started pushing Liga Mexicana that they wanted all the bat fabricators to be MLB licensed so that was going to narrow it down like big time <laughs> big, big time, time. Um, so when I when I met Kurt that was a whole that you know that was the issue that was a hurry that I mean I had been making bats for a long time and it was and it was time it was time either to to throw the towel in or, 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 you know, or separate ourselves from all these bat fabricators and, and get up there with the big boys. And, and that's, you know, it happened when I met Kurt, but we had a background in Mexico, which helped. And it was kind of funny because there was already, um, there was people eventually we met over here that when they saw the bat, when, when I was already partnered up to Kurt, that, um, and they were like, hey, man, that's powerful. I use that bat in Mexico. That's awesome. So that every, spring, awesome. every spring training. Yeah. I mean, we go, <laughs> there's awesome. at least one player on every team, and I don't care where it is, um, whether it's minor league, whether it's pros, there's at least one player who will say, oh, I, I used that bat when I played in, in Liga Mexicana or Liga Pacifico. They'll, they'll say it. Do you think the influence of Mexico baseball with MLB helped you a lot? Since since there's still a big connection between Mexico, even even like say the 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 farm teams, you know, that's that's kind of like a, a a breeding ground, I would say, Mexico for a lot of the players in MLB. There's a lot of MLB players that play in the Mexican leagues for sure. They, to keep to keep th- in you know in, in shape and, and develop or and whatever develop, the case yeah. may be. I think um, baseball's changed a lot, and what's happening is the so when you look at who's playing baseball professionally in the minor leagues, 50% of all minor league players are Latino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 34% of all major league players are, are Latino. Latino. 
So when you look at who's coming through, and then obviously there's lots of players that never make profe- you know, the, the, the Major League Baseball. But you have, um, we have very good friends of ours that, that are working with the Major League clubs and those programs in the Dominican Republic, yeah. in Puerto Rico, who are, who are working with players, 14, you know, 13, 14, 15-year-old, 16-year-old players. Um, you'd be amazed at, at some of the stories that, that they tell us about these young kids and how they develop. Um, you know, in these Latin American countries. Wow. But, and and we know. do have a, a distributor in Puerto Rico, by the way. Is that right? Really? Yeah. I was about to ask how many distributors you guys have, you know. Just, just one in Puerto Rico. So, um, you know, we're open to, to, to different relationships. It's, it's part of just like it took uh, some time for us to get together and, and feel comfortable, you know, doing it um, here, bringing everything here in, in El Paso. Um, we've got to feel comfortable with who we're dealing with, you know, in Latin America and these countries too. When were you approved by Major League Baseball that they can start using your bats? Um, the process started in December of 2018. Um, so we were approved for the 19 wow. uh, professional season. Is wow. what, they, what they call it. So, so last you're rookies. Year, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? They, they so said it took like maybe like a month and a half. Yeah. Well, we started, we, we were talking for a long time. And then, so there's only one. There, there's I mean, how does one, one even apply? Hey, bro, I, I make bats, but here's, here's the thing: can, yeah. I, can I put a major league baseball? Yeah. How, how, does, how does one apply? So, well, how so does that I happen? I didn't even know it. You had to be. Well, of course, certified. you have to be certified. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's there's so many regulations with major league baseball, and really, it's a it's a revolves around well money. Yeah, Everything of course, revolves around money. But um, I would say the the root of it is player safety and fan safety. Yeah. So we all we've you know we've all seen stories or you've seen yeah. people get hit by foul balls and. Um, and flying bats and broken correct, bats. Correct. So Major League Baseball does a great job of um, making sure that the bats are as safe as they can be because you've got millionaires who are 60 oh, feet, yeah. 6 inches away. Or You're talking the, to the playing at the highest level. Right yeah, so you absolutely. have to have the equipment at the highest level. And you also have guys, you have pitchers throwing 104, 105 miles an hour. Exactly. And so, you know, it was, it was interesting. We, um, so th- to answer your question, how did, how did we get Major League Baseball Certified. Well, it, only, it happens once a year, every year. So you have to attend the winter meetings, oh. and then you have to submit your application late December. They approve you in in January, um, provisionally if if you're brand new, and then you make so many bats. They, they how many check bats them. did you send? Yeah, that was going to say. How many do you send? You you have to send 24 bats. They inspect 24 bats. Wow. Um, and so they'll they'll different sizes, through. different weights. Whatever. You, I mean. Supposed to be the, the best the you pro. got, yeah. The pro, <laughs> the well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're not going to show us what you got. Show us what you got. So, uh, so they they then they do that every every year. I mean, you have to. Uh, they'll go to spring training and inspect your products every year. Wow, that's just amazing. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So last year you get in. How was that feeling for you guys, especially for you, Raul? That you had this idea, 2000. And three, you know, you started making them for the Mexican League, 2010. Mm-hmm. Now you're 2019 MLB. Uh, it was it was overwhelming. I guess when we were we were going through the process, you know, it, it was it was exciting, but it didn't hit home till actually when we did get certified. I remember I was at home and, and Kurt calls me and he's like, "Hey man, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Just got home from work." And 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 he's like. Uh, well, guess what, man? He's all, are you ready? Are you ready? He's all, are you, are you ready for the show, <laughs> baby? He's like, we just got Major League certified, man. Yeah, so, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, when he told me, it was kind of like, um, I, I did choke up a little. And, and because it, it's not, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a certification and you're onto something new, you know. But all the, the I mean, you're not a, you're not a millionaire at, at oh, that moment. Of course not. You know, you're pretty But you're, you're, you're on the, yeah. you're at the show. But you're, it's kind of yeah. like, like a kid when he's, you know, he's in here practicing in so many years and then he finally gets a contract or something. So all the hard work, the pain, the, the you know, because. The, the sacrifice. Like, all the sacrifice, the sacrifice, man. All the hours of work. And it was kind of like, wow, man. You know, I started making Power Bowl in, in Saucillo, Chihuahua. I started selling the bat first in the. In, in in what they call you know the beer leagues the llanos yeah and, yeah and, yeah and, like the and and now even the guys over there you know that when they see the brand on TV now it's like wow dude this guy started out here and and it's just crazy man and and yeah it was a great feeling when Kurt told me I did first he was joking he's like you need a minute and I was like nah I'm all right I'm all right and I was like all right yeah I do I'll call you back later <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. that that is just a, an yeah. amazing story now here's one yeah. thing that's gonna blow me away how many people make the bets. 
two. Two. Exactly. That is. That's the, what I was gonna say. That's what blows me away. Is that and they it's work. just. You too. That's it. You yeah. think you think that once you get MLB certified, all this stuff, okay, we're gonna hire staff and do stuff like that. No, it's just you two guys have regular jobs. You you have yeah, nine to five jobs, yeah. and then at night, which we're doing this podcast at night, you guys are here. That's when you make yeah. the best. We're actually interrupting a, their routine. Yeah, well, actually, we are. Uh, <laughs> so I appreciate you guys doing that, but I, I think that's that's yeah. amazing. That it's just you two. Yeah. That are making these so, bats right now. Yeah, so if they if they get screwed up, it's either one of either one of us that screwed it <laughs> well, up. There you know? That's accountability. Yes. Hey, bro, you yeah. messed it up. Yeah. Okay, so Kurt, what is your specialty? Now let's talk about the bat itself. What is your specialty yeah. Yeah. when it comes to the bat? Well, when when I met Raul and he told me the process and how long it took to make a bat, and then the the vision of of becoming MLB certified, there's just too much money that goes into doing something like that to. S- to stay with, you know, making bats that take 20 minutes a bat to make. Yeah. So we had to look at, you know, what, what did we need to invest in technology-wise in order to, to be able to, to do this in a... To make it a, a faster process. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, bought a, we bought a... Invested in a lathe, a much larger lathe. And, and so we went from... Is that Diego? That's Diego. That's yeah. Fine. So um, we... Yeah. We, it's important when you name a machine. Yeah. Every lathe has a name. And that's what, that was told for me from the guy oh, well, that... Let's, oh, let's talk about this machine. Let's yeah. talk about Diego very quick. How did it yeah. get its name? Because you're telling me an interesting story yeah. about, about the machine. So we'd been looking at, at purchasing a lathe for like this one. We just didn't know where. And they're very, very expensive. So we knew we needed a, a used one. We couldn't afford a new one. Um, the two best lathes um that com- like company wide are are Interex, which what we have and, and another brand called Cent- Centaur Centauro Centauro, Centauro. Yeah. But they're so both they're made all in Mexican? Europe oh in Europe they're, they're made in Europe okay. yeah, yeah. they're so actually made in Spain yeah so hmm. well okay. like in Europe but these are from yeah, oh no yeah, yeah Italy Spain. Is, yeah, yeah in Spain, Spain right in Spain and so um, we'd been looking, 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 and, and one, we found one in Salt Lake City. So when you were talking about, like, making different things with, with the lathes, yeah. the gentleman that, was, that, was, that had this lathe prior to us um, was making spindles for, spare, for uh, staircases. Okay. Oh, and, that's, so, yeah. and so when we, when we went and, and talked to him, he unfortunately was very, very sick, and um, he had a terminal disease and, and he needed he couldn't use it anymore so his we were actually dealing with his wife oh. um, and so when we went up uh, I flew up to Salt Lake City to, to see it and to make sure that it worked because it was a big investment for us I mean we're we're doing this you know with our own yeah, capital. You, you, it's yeah. your money. So, you know? yeah. so yeah. Any, any dollar that we can save, we're trying. And, and so that's why we knew we needed a, you know, a used model. We couldn't afford a new one. Um, and so we found one in Salt Lake. So I flew up there and uh, met the, the gentleman and his wife. And really, unfortunately, because of the, the state he was in, um, he couldn't really show us how to use it at all. He turned it on, so I knew that it worked. Um, he tried to make a bat, and, and you know, if it, you, you look at it and go, a bat is just a piece of wood, right? How hard can it be? No. It's, it's oh, incredibly no. difficult to, to do. And so he just made a really... He used to make them by hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a couple hundred of them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so um, when, when, he, when he screwed up the bat, I knew the machine worked, in essence. So I, I, felt, I felt okay about, about buying it. And then um, my brother lives in Salt Lake City, so I stayed with family there. And, and um, so we... We knew that that was going to be the investment, so we said, "Okay, let's let's buy that." And while we were up there, we went to a, a minor league game. So at this point, I still I'm I'm like Raúl now, except I'm going with the same case and and you know a couple dozen bats, and and the Salt Lake Bees for, that play the Chihuahuas, of course, yes. yeah. for yeah. the yes. for the Angels are playing in a home game. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go see the, see the lathe, and then we'll try to visit with some players. And we did. And then, of course, the, the very first player that walks out, they were playing Reno that day. The very first player that walks out is Cody Decker. That's awesome. And so, he, and so he looks at me, and I, awesome. I had met Cody for, um, obviously, with his time with the, with the Chihuahuas. And, and he looks at me, he comes out the dugout and goes, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> and, he, and so I showed him the bats, and so he grabbed them. And my son, Jackie, was with me. And he says, all right, Jackie, where do you want this home run? So, you know, during BP, he's hitting them you know, with our bats all over. So that was fun to see. And then Abraham Almonte, who yeah. played with the Chihuahuas, was also there. Abraham just got called up for the Padres last night. Wow. Um, so uh, he was there, and we got to visit with him. And you know what? Uh, baseball is – is there There are incredible people in the game of baseball. And it's a small circle of, of – Small folks. community. Yeah, it yeah. is a small community. And so the the folks in Salt Lake were, were absolutely fantastic with us. Um, you know, we wound up making bats for a few of those players after they tried them there. And I came home with a lathe. So I, 
it took a while to get it back here. We had to. That had guy's to, a big boy. Yeah, it, no it weighs about eight thousand pounds, and it yep. and it works quick. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, in, yeah. you, you, when we were here last week, yeah, and uh, you told me I like, no, Vic, stay on this side. Let's <laughs> stay on this side because yeah. the thing is, I mean. I didn't know that some of these bats could explode. Well, we had we had one, so it, you know it's it's you make them. The, the revolutions are very very fast, three thousand revolutions per minute as it's turning the bat, and you know you as much that as much detail that we go into buying the wood from the right supplier, and that's a different story too that we should probably talk about. Yeah, we are. Um, but you know, it's it's a piece of nature, right? So yeah, occasionally something will be in. I the have wood. some imperfections. You yeah, know, exactly, mm-hmm. and the, and that happened to me a couple of weeks ago, and. Um, yeah, we had one that just just blew up. So when it's spinning so fast, if something is is catastrophic in the thinnest part in the handle, um, you know that it can happen. So now we just need this, to be careful. Is this lathe computerized? Yeah, it is computerized to a certain point, and and that's what we felt comfortable. Um, right right now, there's a lot of bat manufacturers that are using machines. I mean, the biggest manufacturers, the Maruchis, Louisville Sluggers, have machines just like that. But they also have lots of other machines that are, that are doing it and that are completely computerized and and you know they they pay a guy to to watch it while he drinks a cup of coffee. Ours is a little bit yeah. different. We're pushing the <laughs> buttons and and doing it. You know, we uh, we wanted we one. wanted something that we could that we didn't have to call a tech in or fly someone in from yeah. out of state. You know, this is it's like Kurt says to a certain point. You know, it's computerized, but. It's hands-on, so I mean, if something happens, we're in there with with wrenches and, and yeah. You got to be able to fix it yourself. Yeah, you got to so. be your own technician with the machine, yeah. you know, because yeah. like you said, it's expensive to fly somebody in, you know, because I'm sure there's not a lot of people that know how to fix a machine like that. There's one guy in in Massachusetts, and <laughs> and and his scope is is even limited. I mean, we had an issue with with it early on, and I was telling him what was happening, and he's like seventy some odd years old, I'm guessing. Um, and he said, you know, Kurt, I, I've never done that before. But, yeah, if you want to pull that part out and, and rebuild it and clean it up, then try it. Tell, wow. me, how, tell me how it works. Here's, so we did. here's my, what's, what's, you're talking about. How many bats do you produce a year? Well, our business plan, we need to do. On a normal year, not this year, because this yeah, year's this different. Year is kind of crazy. Let's talk about normal year. We, we need to be doing. We need to be doing about three thousand bats a year wow. um, to be to be where we want to be profitability wise. Yeah. yeah. Now is so, that total or is that just MLB? I no, that's total. That's total. total. Okay. Now, you know, MLB is important to an extent, and so I think th- there's an ego thing, obviously, about having your bats in MLB. Well, because it makes you legit. Let, let's yeah. straight up yeah. say this: like, yeah. if some guy is making a bat, you know. And then you can say, hey, we make bats too, but guess what? Ours is MLB certified. You know, who are you going to go with? I'd well, rather go with the guy that knows what he's doing, that they're, they're bats on the show as opposed yeah. to somebody right. that's not. You're, you're also, okay, if you're at the show, you're right, yeah. and there's the big boys are using your bats, yeah. and they're hitting home runs, that's a great selling point to the young yeah. kids. They, yeah. That's who they grow up. It's like Tiger Woods. Hey, I'm a big Tiger Woods fan. I went and bought title, a used Titleist because, hey, I want to hit it like Tiger Woods, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I can imagine. Did you hit it as far as Tiger Woods? <laughs> I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you, you did it on Tiger Woods Golf uh, 2020, bro. That's I know, I know. EA Sports. I think that's, I, that's I, you I hit it like Tiger Woods game. when he was like five years old. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. So, so let's talk about the bats themselves. You know, you got... You told me Beautiful. that when people, the, the beauty about Powerball here in El Paso, Texas, is that anybody can come in and make an appointment. And if they're going to do that, how would they do that, Kurt? They just email us, call us, or email us. Um, they can look online, uh, www.powerballbatco.com. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, you know, connect with us, message us, whatever. Go online, send us an email, and we'll set it up. And Text let me just us. say this. These bets, oh, I saw the prices. They're very affordable. You, you would think that for a min- because for a you're MLB man. certified that all of a sudden you're big time and uh, you're going to have to pay. No, they're very, very affordable. I looked at it like very affordable, the prices are. So yeah. when somebody comes in, explain to me the process of for if you're going to make them because it's like it's – it's custom made, these bats. That's yeah. the one thing that's amazing. It's not like going to, and no offense, going to academies or Dick Sporting goes where you're just buying the generic bat. It's not bat. buying it off the rack. This, exactly. Yeah. This is custom well, made. Well, even at those stores, if you get like the, the, the MLB bats, well, one thing is you're, you're going you're gonna to feel the bat off the rack, and that's about all you're going to get to do. Exactly. So, I mean, you're not going to get to hit it. Yeah. You know, so once you're at the ballpark, if it's, uh, you know, not exactly what you wanted, I mean, you already paid for it, and there's yeah. no way to get it back. Here, here what I 
like is, you know, the setup that Kurt and I have here is that, I mean, kids, you know, they walk in or adults, pro players, whatever, and there's not a lot of places, well, not that I know, that you can go in and have professional baseball models so they can come and grab any bat they want and, and go right in the cages and try it out. You know, once they try it out, um, Kurt or myself will we'll, we'll explain to them um, the different species of wood, you know, the differences between the wood. And, and then, it, you know, we start talking baseball, you know, baseball talk. What do they like? I, you know, what are you looking for? How does a bat feel? You know, do you want a heavier bat, a lighter? Until we eventually, you know, they make up their mind. They swim and say, you know what? I, I really like this model. Um, I want it in maple. I want it in birch. Um, I want a black. Now, if somebody uh, comes in, what's the difference between maple and birch? How do you show them that? Like, what's the difference? Well, we have the different models made okay. in, the, in, the, in the different species of wood. So, you know, the, the, the woods are different, right? So ash is, we, we make bats out of three different types of wood, ash, birch, and maple. Okay. okay? Um, if you go back, you know, 30, 40 years or longer, there were other types of species of wood that were being used, hickory, oak, those types mm. of things. But pine. primarily, not pine. No, really? Not, too, not small, pine. too strong? Yeah, too, yeah. too soft? Yeah. Too soft and too, yeah, it'll, it'll break too Way easy. To yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if, um, if they come in, most of our bats, again, going back, were used out of ash 30, 40 years ago. You watch any of the old games on, on TV or whatever, look them up, and highlights, you'll see them out of, out of ash. Ash has a very distinctive uh, grain pattern to it, so it'll stand out. Um, so ash is one species that we use. Uh, birch is another, and, and maple. So when you look at the, the, the density of the woods, the ash is the least dense or, or the most flexible. Maple is the most dense and, and heaviest and, and least flexible, if you will. So, so like difference between, say, a, a, a punch hitter or a power hitter. I mean, if you, yeah, and if you, if you like golf, you know, if yeah. you play golf, you, there's stiffness of the shafts, yeah, right? Stiffness so or even similar even to that. I, I was amazed because last week, you know, I was fortunate, you know, you, when I told you, hey, you know, I got, you know, we started talking, and then you told me, hey, I want to tour your, because you had set up the tour mm -hmm. for the baseball teams, for yeah. the, you know, yeah. organized yeah. sports here. Yep. And I said, well, hey, Kirk, I want to, and he says, hey, what are you doing uh, Tuesday? He's, I got this guy coming in, he's going to get fitted. So uh, Jimmy Cuillos. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, I, I was at, I was like odd at at the process that Kirk was going through with Eddie to make it I mean, custom Jimmy, made. To make yeah, it custom because he made. hit the ball and it went, how do you feel? And then he he could you know he was like it's like you know what it reminded me uh, when when you ever gone to a tailor. Yeah. And then he's, he's you're there you're standing up and then he's measuring you and then how do you feel here? How does it feel there? It was kind of like the same thing. So if you, you have guys, a custom you're their made tater, man. Yeah, yeah, if you have a custom made suit, you you know you exactly. walk you yeah. walk different. You walk, you feel <laughs> you feel you different. Got yeah, the absolutely. You got the Gave strut. you confidence as well. Absolutely. And, you know? and baseball is a game of failure, so confidence is key. I mean, it, there's Raul will tell you stories. I mean, there there are, are pro players that will use one model and one size bat for a left-handed pitcher, a different bat for a right-handed pitcher. You told me how many bat? Okay, one player can have like three or four bat contracts. Well, not not so much contracts, but they'll use Who's three bats? or four different types In of one models game. of bats. Yeah, if they want. How it's many bats can they use? <laughs> it, it just depends on the type of of player. You know, some players will, Man, will use superstitious. Oh, they're superstitious oh, yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, me, what, what was your routine, bro? What was your what was your routine when were you superstitious and stuff? When when you had that, to get a hit or something? That, that's, where, that's, you're in the slump. What, what what would bring you back? What was your thing? My my routine as a player, I did it. You do certain things since you're on the on deck circle. I mean, you take certain certain mm -hmm. practice swings. You you stand a certain way. Mm -hmm. I, I always did the same process in, until you get to the batter's box, and you don't change it. You don't because then it gets in your head. With I don't know, yeah. it's just. Crazy like that with baseball players. It's baseball, baby. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's what makes he, baseball unique. So he, he wouldn't wash his calcetinas? Or? I was about to say <laughs> hey, it. Hey, I know, no, no. Put your name. Hey, I saw him before you got here. I, yeah. We got here earlier, mm -hmm. and you know, the Vago team got here earlier. Yeah. And uh, Raul here was taking some swings. Oh, he can he can take some cuts there, huh? Well, I'm yeah. sure you got uh, you you have the frame to have some power. Not, not, oh, that's know, a good way. That's yeah, a good, was a good way. way to put it. Yeah. You've got the frame to have some power, man. Bring him a beer, Kurt. You know what I'm saying? You got the frame for the power you know yeah, but at the same time i know a, a good friend of mine uh he used to play softball the guy was like maybe 160 pounds wet and he just had the perfect swing, swing that the he bench. could just like 
it's a softball, of course, but he was very good at, at hitting home runs, but he just had yeah. the perfect mechanics when yeah. he swung. It was just amazing. Yeah. You know? and, so, and so really the bat fitting, what, what you're talking about, is matching what the player tells you is their style um, and matching a model that's going to deliver on that style. So if, they're, if they come in and it's a, like you're talking about, a 160-pound guy and he's going to say, I'm, you know, he may be a power hitter, and that's great. So we'll, we'll figure out a bat model that feels comfortable for, for a power hitter, you know, a big, strong guy. You have other guys that like to spray it around the ballpark, so we find a balanced bat for that. You know, and and then, it, then it's all about feel, you know, what feels good in their hand. Um, because it, they, if, if it doesn't feel right for them, then it starts playing in your mind and forget it. It's over. How many yeah. models do you have? Hundreds. So, I mean, I know, I've seen you have, like, Chingon. Well, we have. That's a model. All our bats are chingon. I want a chingon. All your bats are chingon. I would have been like, which one you want to say chingon? Hey, bad boy, go get me that chingon bat. That would be the seller for the the Mexican league. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny, you know. The one of the big issues that or our differences, I guess, when. Raul was making bats in, in Mexico for so long, and then we come over to the States and start making bats for pro players here. It's really interesting, the difference. So in Mexico, the guys want the biggest possible bat that they can. I mean, cut down a tree, you know, make some kind of knob <laughs> at the end, and let's call it a day. They, want a log. they basically yeah. want yeah. a log, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, yeah. and these guys can swing it too, man. That's yeah. the I can imagine. Thing. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. And then you <sighs> come here to the Major League Baseball, and it's like, no, I need I more need sophisticated, this. Yeah, a little I bit more. It. Yeah, it it needs to be this. It needs to be this. And and so when you're when you're talking specifics, you're talking like to the quarter of an ounce. Wow. You know? And a quarter of an inch and a quarter of an ounce. So could make a big uh, difference. It is the difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll we'll go to a player. I mean, he, to tell a story. We we met. What was it? Fermil or Carlos Santana? We were talking to, and mm-hmm. in spring training, and they're. These guys will get like a, a half a dozen bats, say a box of six, and they'll pull out each bat and and they'll literally pull it out and, and do like a little half swing and be like, um, este si, uh, et, mm, no, este no, 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 este si, and then like, why not? Like, oh, this one's a little bit thicker. Look, feel it, man. It's a little bit thicker on yeah. the handle. And you get and, and it. I'm sounds like, the same to me. And the, the crazy thing is, yeah. you feel it, and it's like, wow, dude, it does. You can like. As a fabricator, because you can feel it, because you, yeah, yeah. You, you can feel it, you know, because we make, but it's like, uh, well, okay, and and you're used to, you know, um, amateurs getting, and they're like, oh, dude, these are badass, you know, yeah. all right, yeah, and they'll just take them, and the pro player is really different. I mean, he'll he'll feel one, or I mean, you know what, this one's a little bit heavier, so I'm gonna put it aside. So they're that picky with the bats. So you know, it, it's hundreds of a of, in weight, you know, in in the the measurements, whatever, mm. they'll pick it up, man. You know, there's a story about Albert Pujols, which swings Marucci, that um, he's actually an investor owner. I don't know. But anyway, Albert gets his bats, and they say he'll sit there, the boxes, and, and, and like, left and right, you know, like, yeah. I'm going to use this one, take this one back. I'm going to use this one, take this one back. So he'll end up picking, like, half of the bats they take him. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's, that that's is amazing. Wow. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? I would say – most of the time, they're exactly right. We had a player come back and said, you know what? This handle's a little too thick. And sure as hell, we'll bring it back to the shop. And it's like, you know, a tenth of, of one millimeter. <laughs> but they you know, do. But they can feel it. Oh, yeah. They, they, they feel it. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, that's what, they, that's what they do. That's what they do. So, so you know, working with, with the pro players, that's, that's their how, life. How many players, pro players, MLB players are using your bats right now? Uh, if you asked me that question last year, it would have been simple. It would have been none. And so <laughs> when we started, we our business plan, okay. and, and so to answer your question now, I don't know. It just depends on the day. And so, um, you know, we can turn on the game today. Any, Almost any game now that we turn on, there's at least a player on one of those teams that that has our bat in his locker. Now, whether he uses it that game or not, I'm not sure. That's amazing. That's amazing that almost any game you turn on now that you never know one of those guys can be using your bat. How does that make you feel? I mean, talk about like when you guys first met on the field, he thought you're a taquero, bro, and now all of a sudden turns on the TV. Matter of fact, that's the first thing he did when he walked in. He said, I'm going to show Raul this home run right now. So he literally that's what he did. So, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's got to be awesome, man, for yeah, you guys. it is. I was, I was coming back, and like you said, it's the two of us. So Yeah, um, and that's why I think what makes it even more – for me, that's what makes it more fascinating that it's just the both of you. Now, granted, let's, let's give them – 
your families have been oh, backing yeah. you guys up yeah. and friends, you know your sure. friends yeah, everybody network, like that you've got sure. people that have been pushing you and encouraging you but yeah, when it comes to making these bats it's just you guys which is just amazing to me yeah i was uh, there's no question so first shout out to both yeah, of our the families, families. everybody's family because good grief and you know <coughs> family is so important in el paso you of know course how, how of course incredible family values are and, and our families have put up with us in this crazy dream that we had um for me the last couple of years but for oh for a long time but it is just the two of us so you know today i'm i'm running to ups to drop off a, a box of bats for a pro player that needs them on thursday so and, and on the way back i'm listening to you know i'm just flipping through the games on the radio and and from Miel reyes for the indians is up to bat and he's been struggling and he's one that has gone back and forth you know and in Players are fickle, you know. He he called us a, a week ago and says, "Hey, send me a contract. I want to I want to sign a contract with you." So we send him the contract, and then it's you know it's uh, crickets for for a week. And then he's been struggling with playing with toying with other bats. He's been using them, and we watch you know for those players that are that we have like daily interactions with, we watch and see how they're how they're performing. Um, and so when I saw him come up, and he's been in a slump uh, using other brands, and then he came up today using Powerball. And I said, man, he's got to come through. And sure enough, he hits a. Well, you a were saying that he's, he run. was like, you were saying that he's been like on a bad slump. He's been in a slump. So yeah. this was kind of like an up for him. You could well, tell he, when, when, because he, he kept switching bats and brands. Uh -huh. So when a player's going back and forth with one brand and then another yeah, brand, yeah, and yeah. then, so you see, I mean, you can tell he's in a slump because once uh -huh. he starts hitting the ball, and, and luckily he hit a he hit a home run today with yeah. the barbell. So hopefully you'll see. And he didn't get a he can, he, he, didn't, he, he just, will use that same bat tomorrow. He powered it out. <laughs> can, he, he, he he just powered it out. This is probably a stupid question on my on my part, but can you tell when it's your bat right away? Vision, but I see yes. if he's holding it. Most of the time, yes. I yeah. can. That's I can what we were to trying tell. to see if, the, if yeah. you, when he hit the home run, if you could see the logo. I didn't get to see it. And even though Major League Baseball, I mean, it's the same colors for our bat fabricators. But there's something about, well, besides like the black, the black, right? All the blacks are pretty much the same. But there's something about the colors that, that stand out for each. I mean, oh, I don't know. It's just, or, or, or the best. Well, well, let's talk about the, the colors because we talk about Kirk is, now you're the fabricator as well, but he helps you with the fabrication of the bats. But yeah, you're, you're the painter. You're the, you're the artist. I mean, it, don't get me wrong, Kurt. It's art. It's all art, baby. Yeah, that's, no, it it's, is. It's, it it's, is. But now you make it look pretty. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about the process of making it pretty. How do you, how do you come together to make the? Because I saw some of the bats that you've got, some of them freshly painted as we're waiting to do this stuff. So talk to me about that process. Uh, how are you going to paint the bat? Well, first we decide where the, where, where the bat is going and who it's for. Um, so, so we have, you know, you, we decide whether it's going to get stained or it's going to get a uh, solid paint. Natural. Um, yeah. yeah so, um, MLB and, and minor league baseball, all you can, you can use, it's, it's very limited. Um, so it's about six different color stains. So the process to doing that, we, I stain the bat. Um, it obviously has a, a, a time frame, you know, for it to dry once you stain it or paint it. Once it gets the paint, we do it. it it's kind of like if you we were painting a, a car. You know, we, if it's two colors or two, um, we have to tape one side. I tape it up. And it ends up getting, um, after the stain, it, I get two clear coats of um, fondo, which is like a primer that yeah, you would put yeah, on the yeah, car. Yeah. This yeah. is a clear, a clear primer. And each, after each coat, it, you, you, you put the coat on it, you sand it down. And then you do another coat and you sand it down. So it goes, we sand wow. it down three times. So I'm back and forth into from the paint room to where I, where I stain them. And then eventually it'll get two coats of, of either the gloss shine or the mata shine. So it, it'll take at least uh, two days for it to be ready. Um, but it gets, at the end of the day, it, it takes a lot, of, uh, a lot of work to get one bat done. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you know? and that's and that's the beauty of it is that that's why they're custom bats and they're like they're hand paintings. It's not like it's a machine's painting them for you. You're doing it yourself, dude. Yeah. Have you seen the ones with the player's signature? Yeah, I saw it. Kurt was, was like, doing doing I some mean, of that so right now. Yeah, these, I mean, talk yeah. about custom. I mean, yeah. to the name and everything. Yeah, and, and and we'll do that for anyone. Quite yeah, honestly. well, that's that's beauty. Well, that, that's I mean, a you have an eight year old that wants to. We we had some twelve year olds come in over the weekend, and and so kind of jokingly, I said, "You want your signature, or you just want your name in block print?" And he's like, "I don't, I don't know. I don't have a signature, <laughs> but I'll try it." So there he is, just kind of really. And so the really sweet part about it, honestly, I like to tell the story. So his his grandma, he says, "Grandma, you you write you it write my, for you me. do my signature." So this kid's gonna have his name oh. in his grandmother's, you know, handwriting. 
So what we do is we scan it in, in into the computer system, and then the, the engraver will do it exact, exactly like that right. is. So, you know, this kid, just like I have my son's first bat that he had, um, you know, with his name engraved on it, this boy will have, you know, his name with his grandmother's handwriting on there forever. You know, who cares if it breaks or whatever, he'll have it forever. But yeah. I, I want to I just amplify on what, what Mando said. It's, it's amazing that you guys, two guys in El Paso, you're competing with the big boys. I mean, yeah. the big bat manufacturers, like you said, like the, the Louisvilles and those guys that have like 20 of these lathes maybe, then you got one. Well, we put on a really good show when we travel. So they, <laughs> okay. think, they think it's okay, a whole team. You got to. You got to have like a whole team behind you. So working you for it. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, here's but, my but, thing. So here, the, the flip side of that and what the players, uh, and I'll play messages for you from players left and right. The players... N- we don't make it to seem like we're bigger than what we are. The players know that they're talking to, to Raul or to myself. And I think that's what really loves this so, thing. So when, when they say, you know what, we've dealt with these guys and they, they, it's taking forever to get our bats and I can't get a real story, it's like, look, I'll give you my word. You'll have your bats on Thursday. And that's why it was so imperative for me to get to UPS yeah, today yeah. Yeah. because he's, he knows that on Thursday he'll get that box of bats. So well, that's why, excuse me, Victor, but like you said, that's the beauty is that you guys, they can talk to you guys directly instead of talking to five different guys or 10 different guys or who knows, 10, 20 different guys yeah. to get the guy that actually is going to give them the right answer, you guys right away like that. Well, you know, yeah. the, the advantage to that is when they, they see like a flaw on a bat or something, you know, and they're like, hey, there's something, you know, this you is kind of, uh, I tell them, you know what, when I get back to the shop, I'll, I'll go down to the paint area and I'll, I'll talk to the painters there and stuff, see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> go- <laughs> so you talk to yourself? <laughs> well, it's the same thing that he talks about. It's only yeah, two, so, so either, one of, either one of them messed it up, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's your other so, personality yeah. that messed yeah, it up so that they, day. Yeah, they, you know? so they, they just call and say, hey, can we have the order department? Yeah, hold on. They yeah, yeah, put a quick yeah. run to the other side of the right. shop. I mean, I mean you that's Paint hilarious. Yeah. So, so what aspects of your product sets you apart besides the, the, the personalization, the custom service? Yeah, I, I think most bat manufacturers, the big boys, have the ability to do what we do. Um, when now, whether they take the time to do it or not is, is the other question. I think that there, there's something to be said about the you know, mass-producing bats. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see it when we go into like the Dicks or the Academies. Mm-hmm. And not to knock any, any other bat company. I mean, they, they make great products. There's great um, small yeah. – I mean, they're all bigger than us, but small bat manufacturers compared to the Louisville Sluggers, the Rawlings, whatever. Um, but I think just knowing each piece of wood, and, and Raul talked about it, the weight's on there. You kind of know what bat you're going to make out of that particular billet that we get but the the piece of wood tells a story too so you have to be able to read that it's like a book you have to be able to read it and say okay you're going to look and you're going to study and this is the grain that i see and and this i can see the the handle's got to be here or the barrel's got to be here and and you're going to see those types of things and then you know it's it's like christmas I, i think there's like two sides to what kurt's saying that's i mean that's that's uh that's correct but I think what sets you were asking what sets us apart. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I, I think it's the part where Kurt was talking about earlier about how many Latino players are in the minors. Yeah, and how many are in the majors. Yes. So our background starting in Mexico. Yeah, has, has and, helped. And I mean, when we were with the Cincinnati Reds in spring training, um, Barry Larkin was there. Okay. You oh, know, he just got inducted. I know the name. Yeah. And, and we were <laughs> and, and I I got the chance to meet him and talk to him, and he said, you know what, is going to set you apart. He said the fact. That, that you talk to the Latino players in Spanish. Yeah. He said, you know, so, so every time when, when we're there, you talk I, I, see, I, see, I see the, guy, the güeros, and I, I, I look at Kurt and go like, yeah, that's, uh, that's your guy right there. <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, because the Dominicans, the Puerto yeah. Ricans, yeah. Well, yeah. the Venezolanos and stuff, they want to feel comfortable. Of course. If they don't feel comfortable, yeah. they'll walk away. So I think Powerball brings that to the table, and, and, it, and it complemented, you know, we have, both both parts of it now. It, it's a great team. That's and, what I'm telling you. It's a, it's and, a great team. And that's team. one part that's that I think sets Powerball aside. The the Barry Larkin before he left, he said, "Hey man, remember he's on the Latino family yeah. in MLB is tight. It's very said, tight. So get after it. Yeah. Now yeah. now no you're you're of course you mentioned of course it's important for you to compete with the MLB and be there with the big boys and have your bat on ESPN and Fox News and all that, but 
you know, talk you listen to you talk about your son and then your joy of baseball. I think in a little bit you get a bigger kick seeing kids in like little league or even out here taking swings with your bat. Oh, it's it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And and so there's two sides of it. So a pro player, we call it the evil smile. Okay, so when you give when you give yeah. a pro player a bat, and he gets like Rule was saying, some players will say, "Yeah, no, this is that, whatever." When you give a pro well, player like, a bat, you, and all of a sudden he gives you, he, he grabs he it, it and he and, and he gives you that evil smile, you know you did something right. Nice. He's like nice. that that that's chingon. That's yeah, all right. right? Yeah. Now the, the the other side of that is the is the kids, right? So when they have a kid and you and they come in and they do you know okay I want this I want that or whatever, and then they get in their hands. Their first bat, you know, right out of the bag with their name on it. It's just this huge smile. Wow. And so Christmas. It's, 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 yeah. Well, I it, mean, I think about when, when I played Little League Baseball, we, we wouldn't even dream of having a bat with your name on it unless you wrote it like with a marker or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, first I mean that, that's awesome. Or exactly. you didn't even own the exactly. bat. No, the coach brought the bat. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, well, the, the, the game has changed so much. When I, this is how old I am. When I played Little League Baseball, I mean, all we had was the shirt. And then we wore jeans, dog. It's none of this stuff now where these guys look like they're all playing pro. Yeah. You know, with the belt buckle with the cowboy on it. No exactly. <laughs> you, I have pictures like that. I with the truck with the trucker cap. Exactly. My That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, well, Sandlot. This is the yeah. freaking movie, just yeah. like. Well, Sandlot. basically, yeah. exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much because I know I'm, I'm taking. We're taking your time here because you guys should be working, making working. bats right yeah. now. But yeah. we've had a tremendous time. Hey, I really appreciate you coming in. I can keep yeah. going on. Yes. I mean, I, I, I think we're going to have some more sessions because I think yeah. we're having a good time. There's so much stuff, like I said, I find fascinating that we haven't even been able to talk about yet because I'm, I'm seeing we're already going we're, we're to hit the hour mark, but I know you guys have to start working and yeah. do stuff like yeah. that. because you, to make. Exactly. Yeah. You, you got to get to work because, we like gotta, I said, tomorrow you got to get up and go to another yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. What I would like to do, yeah. it doesn't have to be a pro player because I know they're going to show up to El Paso. But no, bring you'd be a, surprised. There's pro players yeah. here. Let me tell you, there, El Paso is – there's a lot going on in El Paso. And yes. so when you look at Cody Decker, who's spending a of lot course. of time in El Paso now, mm-hmm. Joe Bimel, what Joe Bimel is doing at, at the base, at Dr. Abood's uh, setup over at the base, uh, Andy Powers, what he's doing now mm-hmm. with D-Bat um, on the west side. Sure. Uh, D-Bat on the east side. Um, but but really, I mean, that's all great, bringing baseball into, you know, for accessibility of baseball to, to youth players. It's still expensive, but there are, there are great people. Just like I said, there's great people in Major League Baseball. There's great people in baseball in El Paso. What Joe Bimel and Cody Decker and Dr. Boot are doing at the base is going to put El Paso on the map. I was just talking with um, Michael Choice, who's a former player, um, and they all know each other. All these yeah, guys know each other. And uh, he's, he said, how's El Paso? I said, you know what? We've got some really cool things happening here. And I talked to him about Cody. I talked to him about Joe. He's like, oh, I played with Joe I, with the Mariners. I played, the, you know, and so they all know each other. They said, Cody's in El Paso. Joe Bimel moved to El Paso? Yeah, this is what he's doing. He's like, and the next thing out of the, now this has happened three or four times with different players. You know what? I need to get to El Paso. Let me see what's going on there. And so, That's cool. you know what? It's coming there's, hot spot. It, it's amazing. There's, there's what the Chihuahuas did here. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and Building that stadium, that beautiful stadium downtown, mm-hmm. and that's we didn't really talk about it, but that's why we're here in this space. Yeah. It's a five-minute walk from that stadium to here. So when players, it's a bat throw. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a couple of home runs yeah. from from the from the stadium here. When you have um, players come in on visiting teams, and we we go meet with them every homestand, oh, so we man. go talk to them, and and they you know th- this is what I'm looking for. This is okay, great. Do you want to come down to the shop tomorrow? Do you want me to bring the bat to you? They're like, you, you can do it that quick? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you want to come down to the shop, you can hit it right off the lathe if you want. Tell us how it feels. When, when we have that kind of setup happening here, that's something special. What Joe Bimel and, and Cody and, 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 and Brent are doing over at, at Bimel Elite, Elite over there at the base, that's special. There's some neat things happening. And you know what? The players that are coming out of El Paso are going to be a lot better because of it. And then you start getting, that's how you're going to start getting scouts and get on the, the radar. It's hard to scout yeah. El Paso when you have one kid here or one kid there. It's when you have multiple kids well, playing here, now yeah. it's going to be Correct. big time. And I want to thank you. I know you're uh, you're, you're, uh, you've agreed to do a demo day uh, at my buddy's place, Danny Smental at Swing Away. 
yep. uh, batting cages and performance center. That's over there at 11130 Rojas. <laughs> but it, it'll be this Saturday from 12 to 3. Yep. Free swings. You go in there, but you got to use a power bull bat. Yeah. And we'll you bring go, the bats out there. You bring the bats. And then any age, any age from kids to big, big kids, yep. you know? Yep. Well gentlemen, well, gentlemen, as we wrap it up, once again, uh, Kirk Gross along with uh, Raul Salazar. So, once again, let the people know anybody can come in here and make an appointment. How do they make the appointment once again? Yeah, go online to www.powerbullbatco.com. Uh, that's the quickest way to get our contact information. They can call us at 915-203-2225. Uh, text us at that number if you want. Set up an appointment. Um, we're here basically every every night during the week, and then we're here on the weekends um, this is your life. So, uh, yeah, set set up an appointment because we, depending on what happens with different players, get call ups, especially this year with yep. with COVID. It's such a fluid situation. Um, we're getting calls all the time for for bats to send out to pro players. So we've been real busy, but it's been sporadic. So set up an appointment. We'll set something up. Come down see the show. You're year round. You're not yeah. just during baseball season. No, year round. We oh, yeah. it, it baseball doesn't stop. It goes from the professional league to the developmental yeah, to league to yeah. all over. Well, well gentlemen, I wish yeah. you nothing but the uh, the best of luck. It's just amazing what you guys have been doing. We're going to do more of these, but just thank you so much for taking thank you. Like, literally like time out of your night when you should be literally right now. You took an hour out to talk to us when you should be making bats. Thank and you so great much. Great humble guys. Thanks, Thanks, great guys. humble guys. It's great to have you down here. It's good to see you again. Good to see you, brother. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks. Thank you guys. Appreciate Thanks, ever